0: Hi! You're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff.
1: And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about how AI and Twitter could help you find the perfect job and how the world is actually a greener place than it was 20 years ago. We'll also answer a listener question about why we use the color blue to say we're
0: sad. Let's satisfy some curiosity.
1: We've known for a long time that work is more fulfilling when it matches up with your personality, values, and interests. But now, researchers have figured out how to match people to the perfect jobs for their personality using, wait for it, Twitter. Okay, so this might sound like it'd be no more accurate than a BuzzFeed quiz, but hear me out. The trick comes down to pure data analysis. Using IBM Watson, an artificial intelligence engine, researchers analyzed tweets from more than 100,000 Twitter users with job titles in their bios. They took a look at how each person tweeted and scored them across 10 personality-related characteristics. They learned a lot, like users who are scientists often seem interested in new activities, think in symbols, and find repetition to be boring. But professional tennis players are more conscientious, organized, and agreeable. After linking that personality data to the user's job titles, the researchers were able to make a vocation compass map. The map has 20 personality clusters with ideal jobs marked for each personality, and we'll link to it in the show notes. That map showed that, no surprise, similar occupations tend to have similar personality types. A music agent, a radio station manager, and an event coordinator all fall into the same personality cluster, for example. But some clusters weren't so predictable. The cluster that grouped computer programmer types also included geologists, cartographers, and grain farmers. I want to see that reality show. The data itself is pretty cool, but the researchers didn't stop there. They used that AI data to build a recommendation system, one that could find the best career fit for someone's personality. The program they created could recommend a job matched to someone's personality traits with an accuracy of more than 70%. Even when the system didn't get a person's ideal job exactly right, it came close. So yes, your next career counselor could be a robot who swipes through your tweets to find the best possible job for you. It might sound weird, but it works.
0: I have some very good news. The world is literally a greener place than it was 20 years ago, and that's according to new NASA satellite data. This is good news. It is! In the age of the climate crisis, that might surprise you, especially because NASA says the cause of the world's greening comes from two of the world's most quickly expanding countries. That's right, China and India are responsible for our newly leafy Earth. Here's how this happened. In the mid-1990s, a group of Boston University scientists first noticed that the world was getting greener, but they didn't know why. So for 20 years, they tracked the planet's green areas using an instrument called the Moderate Resolution Imaging Spectroradiometer, or MODIS. That instrument uses two satellites to view the entire Earth's surface every one to two days. Since the year 2000, this pair of satellites has captured as many as four pictures of every single place on Earth every day. Thanks to that data, we now know that Earth has gained more than 2 million square miles of additional green area per year compared to the early 2000s. At first, the scientists thought the Earth's greening must be due to the warming climate. Maybe the warm wet air and extra carbon dioxide were turning northern forests leafy. But now the detailed satellite images show that a lot of the growth is actually coming from new programs in China aimed at conserving and expanding forests. The new green areas aren't enough to offset the impact of lost tropical regions in, say, Brazil and Indonesia, but they're a start. And in both China and India, new farming practices have led to more food production and greener fields production of grains, vegetables, fruits, and other agricultural products has increased by as much as 40% since 2000, and that's to feed the growing populations of these countries. The biggest takeaway scientists have found? When people realize there's a problem, they seem to respond. The 70s and 80s weren't great decades for biodiversity in India and China, but in the 90s, when people realized there was a problem, they started to change course. Now, here we are. The earth is greener thanks to humanity. And that should give us hope. Today's episode is sponsored by Etitude. Do you have trouble sleeping at night? Sometimes I wake up hot and sweaty and I used to think the problem was my mattress or just me, but I got a set of Etitude sheets and they are incredible because they stay nice and cool at night and they're really soft.
1: They're super silky and luxurious. I feel like I'm a princess sleeping in them. They're also better for the environment. They use a material called organic clean bamboo, which recycles 98% of the water
0: it uses. So it's the most sustainable bedding available. These amazing sheets have a 30-day risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your sheets for a full refund. They even cover shipping on returns.
1: Attitude sheets. They're soft as silk, breathable as linen, but at the price of cotton. You're going to love them. When you support our sponsors, you support our show. And right now, Curiosity Daily listeners will get 20% off their sheet set and free
0: shipping. Just text CURIOSITY to 64000. The only way to get 20% off your set of Attitude sheets and free shipping is to text CURIOSITY to 64000. That's C-U-R-I-O-S-I-T-Y to 64000.
1: Our story a couple weeks ago about why most people's favorite color is blue led to the same fascinating question from two different listeners, Becky and Brittany. Their questions boiled down to this. If blue is so great, why do we associate it with sadness? The English language has associated blue with sad since at least the 14th century. That's when Geoffrey Chaucer wrote this in his short poem, The Complaint of Mars, about lovers parting. Now, it's in Middle English, so I'll just translate with blue tears and a wounded heart. Tears, might I remind you, are not blue, but these lovers are sad, so that's the color Chaucer gave them. But why? One theory is that this connotation came out of black and blue, as in having a bruise, perhaps on your heart? But the more you look at other languages, the more you realize that there's no deep universal reason for why we associate blue with sad. Most languages don't. German uses blue for drunk, Dutch uses it to mean shy. This becomes even more complicated when you learn that many languages have two different words for blue. Italian and Russian, for example, both have one word for dark blue and another for light blue. In fact, linguist Jill Phillip suggests that the reason the English word for the color of a clear sky is also associated with darkness and depression is because we just mashed the two shades together. At one point, the darker shade was more closely grouped with black and purple, so the sadness link made more sense. After all, Italian uses nero or black for sadness, not blue. But somewhere along the line, we dropped the word for light blue and just used the same word for all shades. So today you can hear one song about blue skies and another about having the blues and the emotions they convey will be totally different. But the color is still the same. Thanks for your question, Becky and Brittany. If you have a question, send it in to podcast at curiosity.com.
0: But so back to your point about there only being one word for blue. What about like teal and navy?
1: I mean yeah, we have we have extra words, but generally when you say blue, I can be referring to any shade of blue. Blue is kind of the catch-all, but in other languages it's not. Mm. It only refers to certain shades.
0: So other languages typically have more of blue's clues. just saying. <laughs> Before we recap what we learned today, here's a sneak peek at what you'll hear next week on Curiosity Daily.
1: Next week, we'll talk about how absolute zero is absolutely impossible, five common mistakes people make in the shower, how big black holes can really get, and why an overheard phone conversation is so distracting, and more. Okay, so now let's recap what we learned today.
0: So apparently, IBM's AI engine Watson can analyze your tweets and help give you your perfect job.
1: Now I'm just afraid of all the tweets I've tweeted.
0: Probably be a tardigrade farmer. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mine will probably say that I need to be a level 80 black mage. Just throwing it out there. All right. I mean, why not start now? Sure. (laughs) Hashtag Final Fantasy 14. Let's do this.
1: And we also found some good news that the world is literally a greener place than it was 20 years ago. And it's thanks to conservation efforts in China and India.
0: Speaking of conservation, maybe a little bit too much conservation of language is why we say that blue means sad. Because all the blues, we basically conflate into just one word, blue. But there's so many blues out there. There are. There's a blue Christmas without you. Mm-hmm. There's a blue, blue suede shoes. You could feel blue dabu di dabu dai. That's the best one. So many possibilities. <laughs> Today's stories were written by Ashley Hamer and Kelsey Donk with script writing and editing by Ashley Hamer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily.
1: Additional script writing by Cody Goff. Curiosity Daily
0: is produced and edited by Cody Goff. Have a great weekend and join us again Monday to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.